And welcome back to another edition of Sports Night. I am Chris Yao. Today I am joined by my co-host and colleague, Maurice Patton, as always. And today we have a guest, Seth Anderson, high school softball coach at Columbia Academy. Uh, coach, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know, Seth, we should be in a perfect world congratulating you on another spring fling birth and and wishing you luck in Murfreesboro this week. Um, obviously, that's not the case. Um, just kind of talk about your spring for a minute. <laughs> you know, as with everybody, it's it's been pretty unconventional. Um, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, I hope everybody is, uh, you know, doing well and, and, and taking care of themselves and everything. Um, but, but when you kind of separate it and look at it just from – a high school sports standpoint. I mean, it's, it's tough to do taking the, the the big picture out of it. But when you isolate it in just the high school sports standpoint, particularly for softball, um, it, it was definitely a tough spring. Uh, you know, we, we uh, as a team uh, got off to a pretty good start um, coming off of a successful year last year. Uh, we we kind of felt like things were kind of falling into place uh, for another deep run this year. Um, and once that season started, that first week, you know, talking to other coaches, we kind of heard, you know, grumblings and rumors of, you know, how long is this going to last, and you know, how many how many games are we going to get in, and uh, so we started kind of preparing the girls a little bit for, hey, you know, we we got to kind of make sure that we take advantage of every opportunity. But in saying that, you never really expected. Um, I mean, just was in the back of your mind, but you never expected for spring sports to come to a halt like that. And uh, it was tough, man. It, it was it, it was tough. Um, it was tough for the girls um, because, you know, that you, you work all year uh, kind of leading up to this season, to these seven, eight weeks. Um, and then uh, to, to have it kind of cut short, uh, that, that, that was tough to handle. You know? Yeah, you were really proactive that, that one week. You guys were scheduled to play in a tournament over here in Franklin that weekend. Um, that tournament got canceled. You were able to replace like three of the games that you'd have gotten, including a Friday night game against Columbia Central that, you know, both you and Shelby Teetkins, CAA alumnus, Shelby Virtual Teetkins, um, felt like could be y'all's last ball game. And as, as it turned out, you were right. How big in retrospect was it for you guys to get that game in under the circumstances? Yeah, I thought it was huge, and not just because, you know, Columbia Academy, Central, and, you know, both being uh, you know, about a mile apart from each other, um, but just the fact it's another opportunity for, for me, my one senior, uh, Bailey Luna, uh, to play a game, um, especially against a hometown team where she had friends on the other team, and, you know, like you said, Shelby, uh, you know, we have a good relationship, and, and having her come over to school, and and to really be a part of that, her first year coaching um, over at Central, that, that was huge. Um, re really enjoyed that. And, you know, we, we we talked that night about it possibly being our last game. And, you know, like I said a minute ago, you know, it was always in the back of your head, but I didn't really think it was reality until that weekend when everything just kind of un unraveled so quickly that Saturday, Sunday. Once again, joined by CA head softball coach Seth Anderson. Uh, coach, you know, 
You talk about having the one senior, Bailey Luna. Um, talk about her and I guess, you know, what it means to you to have been able to to be coaching her, but also just her senior year being cut short and what that means for you and, you know, and, and how that affects your team. Yeah, Bailey, she was a, you know, a four-year starter for us. Um, ever since she was a freshman, she, she started in the outfield for us. Um, you know, she was consistently uh, putting pressure on defenses at the plate. You know, she's a slapper, uh, got really good speed. Um, but just her presence, her, you know, being that senior kind of – she's been through the grind uh, several times. And, you know, we, we still had a young team. Uh, even though we had a lot of success last year, uh, we were still young. I mean, still had uh, three freshmen in the starting lineup, uh, two sophomores. Um, so, you know, Bailey was kind of there to, to kind of be that rock for us. And, um, you know, I really appreciate her and her leadership uh, that she gave uh, to us. And, you know, talking to her, kind of preparing her, um, you know, that last week that, hey, take advantage of every, every opportunity. She didn't pout, which, you know, she could have and she could have, you know, uh, maybe complained and, and, you know, why me, you know, life's not fair, and kind of go down that road. But she never did. Um, you know, she, she came to, to practice that week, or I guess to the games, uh, with a smile. And um, she really took advantage of, of every opportunity that she had and just really enjoyed it because she knew that it might be her last. Um, I said, glad we were able to get that game in with Central because she had several friends uh, on that team. And I just think that's a really good way to, to end her year. Um, under the circumstances. You know, Seth, um, you guys had won the Class A state championship a year ago. You were transitioning, had transitioned into Division 2A. Felt like I would imagine you were going to um, factor into, as you said earlier, making a deep run again this year. Uh, but you never actually played a D2 opponent, I don't guess, did you? Uh, we, we played we played Zion. Uh, we played Zion, um, who's in our region. Uh, mm -hmm. They're the only Division Two opponent that we played. Um, <laughs> you know, going through that that one week that we played games, we started off with Summit, and uh, and we, we played Summit, which are you know a three A. 3A. Mm -hmm. uh, we played Zion, Riverdale, and Central. Those were the the four four teams that we were able to play, and uh, you know we. You never want to say it was a. It wasn't a given. I mean, obviously anything could happen. Uh, you look back at our, our run last year and a couple hits or you know ground balls bounce a different way and, and who knows what happens. Um, but we we felt like that we had as good a shot as anybody um, to make a deep run at spring point. Um, not not saying it was you know a lock because like I said when dealing with uh, teenage girls, uh, you know nothing is ever a lock. But um, we really liked our chances if we could continue to, you know, gel and, and keep working every day. Uh, we thought we had, a, like I said, as good a shot as anybody. Does that make this situation particularly disappointing? It, it uh, you know, talking to, to Richie, you know, who's obviously been there and, and Marty and, and other coaches there at school, um, it, it does, it, it adds a little more, um, I, I don't want to say salt to the wound or anything like that, but, uh, knowing that the opportunity that we had in front of us, um, it, it, it makes it hurt just a little bit more for sure. Um, but e even if we uh, didn't have that opportunity, 
it'd still be rough, um, you know, breaking into those girls and everything. Good thing is you're still the defending class of A-State champs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess you can look at it like that. I had a couple of team moms uh, who who kind of sent me text messages like that the week after and, you know, just said, you know, we, we, we've still won 26 straight. So I said, well, I guess, I guess, you're, I guess you're right. <laughs> Coach, um, I mentioned this quite a bit because it, it's one of the – one of the most important things that I've heard someone say as summit athletics director, uh, Chad Kirby, he, he told us that, you know, every time you tell these kids play like it's your last day or it's the last game you ever play, it holds a lot more weight going forward. And do you think that, especially with the young kids that you have, that that could um, affect their training and uh, their focus throughout the, you know, the next couple of years? Absolutely. I mean, it, it definitely makes it more real because, um, you know, you, you hear that saying and most of the time you, you equate that to an injury. You know, I, you know, I, I also coach football. So we always tell the guys, you know, play like it's it's your last play. Who knows if you're going to, you know, blow a knee or, or break something, you know, something common like that. Nobody uh, that I know of expected anything like this to happen. And, you know, while we're in February uh, starting practice and, um, so now that we have gone through it, uh, you know, all the, all the younger girls and you know, athletes in general, um, I, I think they will have a deeper appreciation for it because we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. I mean, um, you know, th this is something so out of the ordinary uh, that, that you almost have to, you know, really treat every single time that you're on the field like it could be your last. And, uh, you know, I think it, it, that's a, a great lesson to learn and we can take that out of, uh, you know, athletes and, and put it into your, your general life, you know, do everything to the best of your ability, no matter what, you know, if you're going to do something, do it a hundred percent because you don't know what's going to happen next. And it, it sounds cliche. It really does. But like you said, I think um, th that's a great point that the, the ADS summit made. You know, you um you mentioned that you coach football as well. Your defensive coordinator. Um, football has been pretty adversely affected by this whole situation as well. I guess even though it's been out of season, you guys should have had spring practice. Um, how has y'all's rhythm been impacted by all this? Oh yeah, it go um, and it, it's changed um, big time. Um, you, you mentioned me being the defensive coordinator. Actually, this year I'm transitioning to the offensive side of the ball, so now I'm going to be the OC this year. <laughs> Coach Davidson's going to be the defensive coordinator, and Coach Lansdale he's going to kind of take that administrative role and uh, kind of oversee both. And and but it, speaking to that point though, um, making that transition going into this fall. Uh, you know, we had a lot to, to kind of, you know, catch up on because we're not changing everything completely offensively or defensively, but we're definitely uh, tweaking things. And we need uh, to get together and spring practice really would have helped us out. And obviously we weren't able to do that. But through Zoom, we were able to use our spring practice dates and have Zoom conferences with the with the players and kind of get uh, all the book work schematic stuff in. Um, so kind of get them caught up that way. And then when coach Johnson, the strength coach could kind of give them a, a daily, 
uh, regimen on what they need to be doing um, conditioning wise, lifting wise, if they can, which, which that's another thing that's tough. Um, you know, gyms have been closed for, for weeks now and they finally opened uh, back up, uh, I think last week. Um, but you know, how are kids working at, at home? You see, see things on uh, social media about taking cinder blocks and using those as, as weights and, you know, kids have gotten really creative. Uh, so I kind of commend them for that. Um, but, uh, like is it last week, we, we kind of wrapped up our two weeks of, of spring practice on zoom. Um, so we feel like that we, we kind of got ahead of the curve, uh, by doing that. And now our plan is as a school, uh, to bring back, uh, the students on June 1st, um, course with with numbers limitations and obviously we'll be we spaced out um, but hopefully we can get back and and see each other in person and work out and start conditioning and, and things like that on June 1st. How familiar were you with Zoom before this? I'd never heard of it never heard of it uh, <laughs> you know uh, guess right before uh, we had spring break uh, as a school there towards the end of March I can't remember the exact date um, but over spring break, uh, Mr. Bennett, uh, our, our principal said, look, we're, we're going to come back from spring break the next two or three weeks and we'll be conducting classes through zoom. And of course, half of us, you know, had never heard of, of, of what zoom was. So we had an in-service, um, on a Monday, we got back from spring breaks, Monday, the 6th, April 6th, and, um, kind of learned how to do it. And I'm, I'm very basic at it. I can turn it on and make sure the camera's pointed at me. And I, all my kids, that, that's the crazy thing. All the kids, though, they're, they're doing all these things. They're changing their backgrounds, and they have all these little tricks that they can do on Zoom. But it, it's been a lifesaver. You know, it, it's not normal, uh, obviously. Um, you know, teaching a class uh, online is not what I'm used to. Uh, but I feel like that it was, you know, very beneficial for the last, you know, month of school they, just to have contact with the kids you know um, for anything else just for me to see them and interact with them well uh, again coach Seth Anderson from Columbia Academy uh, you are getting ready like you said to end the school year and spring fling is not happening your, your softball season was canceled but uh you still have a lot of young girls. Uh, you got a chance to, to compete again next year. And uh, are you, how, how exactly are you looking forward to that and getting back to a, kind of a normal situation? Yeah, well, and that's the thing is it's just trying to get back to normal. Um, and who knows what normal will be and, and when that will happen. Um, I'm not going to you know, pretend to, to say I know. Hopefully, I, I can hope that next spring uh, will be as close to normal as possible. And, and if it is, I, I feel like we'll have just as good a shot as anybody again. Um, losing Bailey, uh, you know, she, she, like I said, she was a staple in our outfield. Um, but we bring back quite a bit. Um, next year we'll, we'll have three uh, seniors next year and Carly Harakis, Abigail Atkins, and Journey Mitchell. Um, and then we'll have a very talented junior class with Carly Quillen, uh, Laney Turner. And then we, we have our sophomores who, you know, well started since they were eighth graders uh, and, and Kennedy and, and Tori and Chloe. And, uh, and then we'll have a couple youngins um, coming up from that middle school team that are, that are pretty impressive. We've got a couple to keep our eyes out, our eyes on there. So uh, 
it's it's going to be fun. It, it, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to, to like I said, get back to a normal uh, season. Um, but, you know, who knows? There, there's a lot that could happen between now and then. Absolutely. It does not sound like the CA Bulldog softball team is going to be taking a, a dive off a cliff anytime soon. So congratulations for that. You've, you've built a quite a program over there. Well, the, you know, the, the, you know, these girls, uh, a lot of them play together uh, in the summer. Um, you know, you look Tori, Avery, uh, Chloe and, and, and Quillen, they're all on one team uh, in the summer uh, coached by Greg Carter, who used to be the, the coach over at CA um, back when his daughter, Caitlin played in, 14 uh, she graduated in 14 um so i think for them the ability to play together all summer long um really helps keep that bond uh, with those four and then we got a couple others who also play on the same teams um and so you know i, I can't i can't take uh all, all the credit for that it's, it's definitely these girls and the drive that they have uh to play throughout the year and, and to keep working on their craft um, that that that's who the credit goes to. I just kind of make sure we don't wreck, <laughs> you know. Just keep the bus on the road, and and that's all I got to do. Something to be said for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> absolutely. Well, thanks once again, Coach, for joining us. We appreciate it here on Sports Night. Um, we we look forward to talking to you again. Hopefully, this this fall we will get to hang out on the sidelines and and have a chat there. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all having me. Hey, thanks, sir. Hey, thank y'all. And I am joined now with Maurice. Maurice, you know, spring fling is something exciting for all of the kids because it's 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 one big event for every spring sport. You know, we're we're all in one place and it's just it's just a massive uh undertaking by Murfreesboro they do such a good job with it and so what is it like for for you as a, a veteran sports writer who you know normally you would be running around like a chicken with your head cut off right now would have been running around like a chicken with my head cut off for about two weeks leading up to this actually so um it's definitely been different but you know the whole postseason gets crazy as you said you're talking about all the spring sports so you're talking about tennis, boys and girls tennis, boys soccer, boys and girls track and field, softball and baseball. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a madhouse, especially when you get down to this final week of spring fling over in Murfreesboro trying to get from point A to point B and, and all of that. But, you know, that's, that's what you want. You, you want that if you're in this business, mm -hmm. you, you want, to be able to cover these student athletes at the highest level of competition. Um, had the opportunity two years ago to cover Columbia Academy's baseball state championship run last year, um, CA softball. We also had um, Bubba Johnson from Spring Hill that competed um, in the um, discus and in the shot put at the class AAA um, track and field meet number of folks involved in, in everything at Spring Fling. Was looking forward to that again this time around. Um, yeah, I got to, I got to see um, Indian Summit Baseball. You know, they mm -hmm. they made runs to 
what I guess what would be the quarterfinals. The way it's set up is weird for me because <laughs> with the two fourteen brackets is really odd. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but I mean, that's the only way really for baseball to really get it in in a in a timely fashion. I I think if you did an eighteen double elimination bracket for baseball, it might get a little bit unwieldy. So. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah, it, definitely. But it, it, it's a lot of fun. And if you've not been out to Murfreesboro during spring fling, uh, even if you don't have, you know, a rooting interest, it's worth just getting out there and seeing the excitement, especially in – I'm a big softball fan. So – that, but those softball tournaments, they tend to be really just – energetic and exciting mm-hmm. and people are you know because there's four games going on at the same time so there somebody's cheering somewhere <laughs> oh no doubt no doubt it's uh it's an experience if you've not been you uh, definitely need to get over that way absolutely well uh once again this is uh the second edition of the sports night podcast video and uh we we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and uh once again Coach Seth Anderson from Columbia Academy for joining us. And uh, Maurice, we will reconvene um, probably tomorrow. I think uh, on Tuesday we have a, an interview with uh, a Murray County native. Uh, and now- we'll, we'll hold on to that one for right now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Let's 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 keep them in suspense. So. Uh, we are really excited about that. So we will let you guys know when that's coming out. We're going to uh, – we'll have this up, and we appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, we're excited about uh, Sports Night. Make sure that you get uh, to sportsnighttn.com. That's sportsnighttn.com for all the latest news. You can subscribe there uh, to our free newsletter. So if you want to get the latest news coming straight to your inbox at no cost to you whatsoever, you can do that on the uh, front page of sportsnighttn.com for now. So again, I appreciate you guys being here and Maurice, we'll holler at you later. Sounds good.